It's on you. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Mike Davis Show, St. Augustine this evening. Um, we have all kinds of fun things for you. I'm back. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for being here with us tonight. Uh, Amanda is here. Amanda, welcome. She, welcome. I'm just barely here. Hi. Hey, thanks for handling you and uh, Davey and all of your guest hosts last week. Yes. Thank you very, very much. I had an incredible rainy week. time, but it was good. Yeah. We'll talk about all of that in a little all bit. Right. And we have five questions today. We do have five questions. We got those written 30 seconds ago. So mm-hmm. they are perfectly timed for today's show. Yes. They're perfectly We're timed. Here. We're, We're here. We're here. We're doing this. It's been right. Monday. Uh, we want to get all of our sponsors in, and then we got to do a community update. We got a couple of great things. So Abear Kresge & Associates, they're a full-service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing the top level of service in the areas of tax compliance, planning for businesses, estates, individuals, and trusts. They can also do audits, reviews, and other accounting services. And if you need a business valuation, forensic analysis, or litigation support, Abear Kresge is your place to go. You can reach them at 904-460-0747 or at abearkresge.com. Oh, excuse me, abearkreskecpa.com. Yep. Right. Yeah, you're out of practice. It's okay. I'll I'm not used to being in charge of the buttons and the countdown anymore either. We're all out of practice. We'll get here. <laughs> Powell Heating and Air Conditioning, they are dedicated to customer service and they have been in everything that they do for the past 36 years. Well, it's 37 now, probably. Yes. 37 years that they've been serving St. Augustine. From the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home, they are working to make you comfortable and confident about the care and service you receive from Powell. Remember, they are always open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, including nights, weekends, holidays. You name it, they're there for you with their fleet of 10 plus trucks and their 15,000 square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment ready to serve you around the clock. They service all heating and air conditioning brands. Give Powell Heating and Air Conditioning a call for all of your AC and heating needs. Get that heating checked out before it gets too cold and... If you are ready to sparkle, we've got Blue Water Jewelers. They are currently in Antwerp getting lots of diamonds. So if you are looking to add some dazzle to your life, look no further. Blue Water Jewelers is your ultimate celebration destination right here in St. Augustine. Discover those exquisite diamonds that they hand select for you from Antwerp. They do on-site repairs, custom designs, stunning engagement rings, and more. No matter your budget, Blue Water Jewelers has something special just for you. Their showroom is 500 Anastasia Boulevard in St. Augustine. There is a treasure trove of elegance and style ready to make your dreams come true. Can't make it in person? No worries. They are just a click away. Visit their website, bluewater-jewelers.com and explore their curated collection from the comfort of your home. At Blue Water Jewelers, they believe in making every moment more beautiful from breathtaking diamonds to unique custom designs, they are here to help you shine brighter. So why wait? Join them in the celebration of love, life, and all things fabulous. Come on over to their stunning showroom or visit them online. Blue Water Jewelers, where elegance meets celebration. All right, and Bozard Ford, Lincoln, and St. Augustine, their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard is a family-owned Ford dealership that has been in business since 1949. Mm-hmm. And Bozard Ford Lincoln has been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including 
being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the United States by Dealer Raider. And Bozard Ford has won back-to-back President's Awards, which is the highest award Ford Motor Company gives to their dealers. Mm-hmm. So check them out online today at bozardford.com. Or better yet, go out to their location, see Bo, mm-hmm. Letty, and all their amazing staff, and then yep. stop off and get the 904 Now Jiffy Burger. Yes. <laughs> The Jiffy Burger. Order I, that from Ford's Garage. I am not above pandering on my first day back. <laughs> here to make everyone happy. I'm here to make everyone happy on the first You're day back. You're a giver. Back. I am. Also, on our Bozard Ford Community mm-hmm. Update page, uh, remember November the 11th mm-hmm. uh, is the uh, Veterans Day celebration. It's hosted by the Veterans Council of St. John's County. Uh, they're going to have a salute to the global war on terrorism. It is over at... Anastasia Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and it's at 11 a.m., but as Bill Dudley said, get there early. Get there by Definitely. 10 o'clock so yeah. you can see all the exhibits. There's a lot of great things that they have over there. They have the memorial wall. They have You're going to want to look at that. Yep. An amazing speaker, mm-hmm. um, Colonel uh, William Temple. Uh, you guys will enjoy hearing him. Yeah. Uh, but as always, those are phenomenal uh, and very well done things. And then also, for those of mm-hmm. you that did not walk on Saturday, like I was I, there. I did not walk. Yep. We have the amazing mm-hmm. T-shirts from the ALS Walk yeah. that is put on by Alicia and Mark Bailey. So congratulations. And Davey. And da- well, Davey was putting, yep, Davey yep. was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did Davey make it this year? The power, he was he finally able to make the entire He's the walk? MC. He oh. was on the stage. He was hyping mm-hmm. the crowd. He was running along with everybody. It was uh, great. I just want to make sure he made it this year. The marching band was there. Yes. It's fantastic. But it was, did he get drug tested after this year? I don't know. I I'm just check. checking because last had to year. Go. So Davey had a busy Saturday. He had to go from the ALS walk yes. to the 10th anniversary of Funky Town. That's a busy day. Mm-hmm. Probably taught a free spin class. He got to do um, a spin. He had got to spin along with uh, Dewey Via uh, in his band. Okay. Doing Britney Spears. I still want to do a 904 Now spin class. I think that'd be fantastic. I want to see who can last the longest in the yeah. 904 Now spin class. Who dies first? Who dies first? I will. I'll <laughs> die first. And then I'll go make the bar run. My money's on Blake. My money's on Blake or Clay. I don't know that Blake's showing up. <laughs> I, I don't. I, well, if he doesn't show up, then he's immediately the first one out. Okay. You got everybody that's on the network's got to show up. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really, As really the fun. only girl, I'm kind of a jerk about not losing well, to a room full of boys. So I might die. But (laughs) But the cool thing is you're going to be the first girl out Mm -hmm. and the first girl winner. Yeah. You get both of those trophies. I know. Because you're the. Are we getting trophies? (laughs) We'll make one up. (laughs) We'll make. Well, you know what we could give away? Tiles. tiles. We've got Fantastic. tiles. Yeah, we've we definitely got tiles for the I winner. I just add some Sharpie across through yes. the... Uh, we'll just write on the mm-hmm. back what the award yep. was, and we'll make them all up. Mm-hmm. It'll be yeah, fabulous. Davey's got to do that, and we got to film this 904 Now. I know. We have to do the 904 Now spin class. And I don't want Pete Melfi showing I think up. it should be the Christmas special. I want Van to show up. We should have the 904 Now Christmas special yeah. should be us dying at a spin class. I want I want Van to show up and do it as a warm-up. You know, I think I'm going to last the longest just because I could probably tolerate Britney Spears and Taylor Swift songs more than you guys can. Am I allowed to wear my own headphones? No, you are not. You have to follow Davey's instructions. Then I will win because I will be riding out of anger. (laughs) Pure rage. Just pure rage. I'll be sitting on trying to ride the bike out of the earshot of whatever music Davey is selecting. Why is your bike smoking? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No one's ever broken a bike the first time they're here. Mm -hmm. Well, as a matter of fact, I tried. All right. 
So uh, how was last week? I wasn't around. Last week was fantastic. We had an awesome discussion mm-hmm. about the whole moral argument of whether Christians should celebrate Halloween or not. We decided mm-hmm. that go for it. Like there's there's badness around you all the time. It's not a special celebration of badness in particular. And it's the one time everyone's coming to your front door. So you might as well have a fun party for it. And it's a way to shine light into your neighborhood. I never got wrapped up around that. I understand yeah. certain people got wrapped up around that. And, yep. and it's a holiday for the occult, blah, 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 blah. And all this. And I was like, you know, it's just kids looking for candy. I yeah. kind of boiled it down to the lowest common. It's kids looking for candy. So I listened to some commentators out of the UK and Halloween's not a huge thing in the UK. And so it was really funny listening to all these like posh Brits yeah. argue about like, it's just giving your kids a chance to be beggars. Yes. And that seems unseemly. <laughs> so they were not pro Halloween or trick or treating. Um, we have a party and that's what we did this year. That's what we do every year. We just have a big cookout out on the front lawn. We're there as early as we can get set up and we stay as late as we can manage. And we just have a good time. And I think that's what I saw. Just get together. The mm-hmm. kids are having a good time because they yeah. get to get dressed up. It's all it's all cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just never really, I understand certain people took it uh, literally. And I mm-hmm. kind of, literal people sometimes aren't fun to be around. <laughs> well, you know. I'm not, I'm not just said sometimes and not all. Literal people are important people to have they in the world too. They are important people. They're just not people. always the life of the party. Yeah. Uh, Davey's got a side hustle going on in his class. <laughs> He's getting paid extra money not well, to play songs. You know, you I could don't blame make a killing if I'm the one curating your list mm. as long as I pay you $5 per artist not to play. I know. I don't know that I can do that. No. Uh, so what did you dress up for as Halloween? Um, so I didn't dress up for anything for Halloween. It's the first year I haven't dressed up, maybe in my entire life. Getting old, are we? Yeah. Well, so (laughs) what it was, was usually my husband is off. And I mentioned we have this big party in the front yard. So usually my husband is off and he helps me set up. Yes. And, um, so he wasn't off. So I had to set up by myself. Mm -hmm. I had, um, voice therapy that I have to go through and that ran super late. And so I didn't get set up started for a while. And so um, Father Matt, who was our guest on Monday, he and his family were coming to join us and they had multiple invitations. So they came early and I was not even done setting up yet. So it was like, okay, well, you can come in and have some candy, but party hasn't started yet. We had a fantastic Halloween special here, though. I know. We had the ghosts and gravestones folks come in and tell us some fantastic ghost stories from St. Augustine. Awesome. And that was super fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we had um, Salvation Army on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Susan Swearingen from Wild Heart Boutique. She's got a lot of awesome events coming up. So we had a really fun week without you. You had a fun week without Sorry. me. That's good. And why are you going to speech therapy classes? Um, that's a whole thing. I have like um, damage to the structures around my vocal folds, which make my voice hoarse. And so I'm trying to retrain. I'm trying to relearn how to talk so that I don't constantly make my voice hoarse. I thought you were going to say something. Well, last week I had to talk as much as you normally do and it wore me out. No, I could never talk as much as you normally do. <laughs> I've seen your phone bill. <laughs> now, You're on a lot of phone you calls, don't, sir. You don't want to. Everyone no, wants no. to talk to you. No, you don't want to be on my phone. I can't handle that. No, no, no. It's a, it's a lengthy list of people that I have to call and talk to. It yes. really truly is. All right. Um, so football this weekend. Clemson, Clemson came back from the dead. Yay! 
Do you know who you beat? I don't. <laughs> I love I was working. Busy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy. They're out there, guys. Andy's like, I know, I, know I know that it wasn't the Wolfpack because we lost to the Wolfpack because Bobby made fun of me. Well, technically, right now, Bobby has beaten Notre Dame because the Wolfpack beat Clemson and Clemson beat Notre Dame. So, congratulations, Bobby, on your win over Notre Dame. Six degrees of separation. Yeah, six degrees of separation, which never really works. But um, yes, uh, Notre Dame got beat by Clemson. Uh, It was a week where uh, somebody asked uh, Dabo Sweeney if it was time to hang it up. Yeah. He had four losses. It's the most since he'd been. Is it time to hang it up? Yeah. And I, I was like, that does it. Dabo's winning. He's going to fire those kids yeah. up. He's not going to. He's not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jackets football was awesome. I guess. Uh, Davey, Davey, if Jackets excited. won, give us a score. Yes. Oh. They had to have won. Yeah. They're the Jackets. They're going to win. Yeah. They're just they're they're a really good football team. But anyway, Rachel uh, Ray's made a lot of money with her voice, but I haven't been able to sing for a few years, and I miss singing. So mm, that's what I'm trying to get back to. Okay. That's what you called it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so glad you're back, Mike. I am so glad. It's such a shame you didn't like I'm it. Sucked so out in an undertale. Oh, it was. Uh, it, it 9-0 was. season. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs. Awesome. Yeah, Jacket. And they Good beat, job. I tell you what, I think they beat uh, Palatka. Man, you know all of these things. Uh, they beat Palatka because I saw a story. I was watching highlights or something the other night and they beat Palatka. What are your kids' birthdays, Mike? Just don't ask me. They're teachers. <laughs> I know their birthdays. Don't ask me the teachers. Whatever okay. you do, do not. Darcy can name every teacher they all the way through. They don't have teachers anymore. Like, I don't know. Don't, don't you, do you only have one? No, that- I mean when they were little kids. If I brought okay. Darcy in here right now and asked her to name the teachers from kindergarten through yes. high school, she could do it. And I'd be like, I could get like three. Yeah. Total out of four kids. I can name my kids' teachers. <laughs> I just, I just, I know you can. I know. That's an easy oh, one for me. Oh, gosh. If my husband can't name my my kids' teachers, then we're in trouble. <laughs> yes. Slightly different situation, though. Leo's looking for a uh, indoor venue to host the Task Force Hydro One Luau, Ooh. May 24th. 200, 200 plus, plus people. people. We will be there. If I'm here, I'm going to be yeah. there. Maybe, maybe we could get them in communication with the church. Mm, that'd be good. They could go. Yeah, yeah that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Leo, man, is going to reach out to the church. Yeah. All right, we'll see. And I mean, I can tr- give you an email address. We mean Trinity Parish. So yes, they they Trinity have Parish. a they have downtown a good, St. Augustine. Downtown May, early May mm-hmm. would be good because it won't be as crowded in early May. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And the Bridge of Lions may or may not be done by then. The work on King Street. Yeah. We're not going to pressure anybody. It'll get done when it gets done. I I went off of quite a few times about that stupid plan at the end of the Bridge of Lions. I don't like it. Ruben Ruben Franklin is coming in here. We had him scheduled before I went away. He had a conflict. I can't believe he threw down the, my daughter's having a birthday conflict. Uh, And then I have to present this to the city commission rather than coming on here. Uh, More people watch this in the city commission. (laughs) We actually laugh out loud while we're doing our show. We do. Mostly it's because we're laughing at each other. Yes. But you know. So anyway, um, I I was in Costa Rica. It was um, one of the more interesting. If the church churches. doesn't work out, maybe you can talk to the Tringales about the Tringali barn. Uh, it's not the Tringales, but I know who does that. And yes, I can. Okay. There's a different group that now runs it. They have left the Tringali name in honor of the Tringales okay. who built the barn, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, but I, I I'll see what we can do. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, the ALS walk. They made a there was record breaking year. They raised two hundred ten thousand dollars. And that is over last year's 187. Mm-hmm. It was pretty amazing. That is awesome. Congratulations. It was uh, a great walk. 
It's a huge rock. They've raised a ton of money. It's such a party. Everyone's got a great spirit of mm-hmm. community and just love and and joy. So it was lots of hugs around. I got to see Bobby in person for the first time. You've never met Bobby in I've person? I've never met Bobby in person. I have met. Uh, Bobby was with us on um, election night. Yeah. Uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. It was a very dark night. It was a rough night. It was a rough night. Mm-hmm. was not good. Yes. I was with my parents trying to keep my dad from jumping off my roof. I was, uh, we the race that was closest that was being called was uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I felt like every time they went back, Trump was like Seabiscuit. Like he was <laughs> like, come on, Seabiscuit. Come on, Seabiscuit. So that was the first year that my kids were like really invested in the candidates yeah. and the election process. And mm-hmm. so we had printed out election maps and we had red and blue markers for everybody and they were marking off the states as they were getting called and there came a point in the night where kids are like i don't want to mark my map anymore <laughs> well the, the there's that and then yeah. there's the fact that certain states that are a heck of a lot smaller than florida can't quite seem to count votes over the next yeah. two months mm-hmm. and they drag the thing out so i mean really i enjoyed staying up and watching election counts when i was younger when they could damn well count the votes and yeah. now they can't so I, so I, I might be going to bed early and wake up at 4 a.m. just to watch him go. And we've suspended counting all over the country again. So I, I count the votes. Florida can get it done. It's the third most popular state in the country. And we get it done. Yeah. Figure it out, people. I know. You know what? We should start a, a company. A company? And we should hire should our we super. We should hire Dominion? Vicky Oaks. <laughs> we start Vicky Oaks yep. and have her travel around the country and show people how to run. Yeah. A, a supervisor of elections office. How about election board for people that can count good? Can, yes. <laughs> yes, we can count good. So anyway, so there's there's that. But okay. um, so no, Costa Rica, uh, normally we go there. Uh, so that's the, parts unknown. Parts unknown. I've been we, telling everybody you're traveling in parts unknown. We, we were. Uh, so Costa Rica. We, we tend to go on these surf trips around this time of year. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're skirting always the very end of the rainy season. Yeah. Consistently, we have had people say, it's the end of the rainy season. Uh-huh. You j- last week was the worst part. It, I can't believe it's dry this week. You just made it just in time, yeah. right? So I called the guy that we rent the condo from down there. And I said, what's weather been like? I will never do this again. I've never done it before. <laughs> I will never do it again. Yeah. So two weeks out, I get the message. It, this has been a really dry, wet season. Oh, no. Yeah. I had to ask. Yeah. I completely blame me. For asking, (laughs) right? If I just kept my mouth shut, Mm -hmm. not asked anything, life would have been better. So he says, oh, it's been really dry this year. Mm -hmm. And then I text him a couple days before, hey, we'll be there. He's like, hey, it just started raining a little bit, but the waves look look great. Biggest waves I've ever seen here. You guys are going to be fine, right? So we roll in on Saturday Mm -hmm. and the spot we normally surf is huge. Mm-hmm. out of control, mixed up. You wouldn't paddle out. No one was out. Yeah. Like no locals would even try it. So we're like, ah, oh, this is not good. So we end up driving an hour north every day to go surfing. <laughs> right? So it's an hour up there and it's an hour back. Yeah. It's a lot of road time. That's a lot of time. And those aren't great roads. Uh, part of the roads are good. Part of the mm-hmm. roads ain't great roads. Um, but Sunday we wake up and we're driving in the rain. We get to the surf spot in the rain. We walk the half mile to the beach break in the rain. We surf in the rain. We walk back a half mile to the restaurant that's at the parking lot, which Lola's down there. If you're ever in Avianes, Lola's is great. The staff is good. The food is good. And you get to see this huge pig that wanders around Lola's. (laughs) 
And the owner's an amazing guy. Uh, during COVID, he gave away tons of free food to yeah. the local. Really an, an excellent awesome. guy. So anyway, we do all of this soaking wet. We sit around for an hour soaking wet because nobody wanted to go to the car and get their clothes and get them soaking wet. Yeah. Then we go back surfing again in the rain. It's been like seven hours. Soaking wet. All of us are like, we just want a towel. We yeah. just, at the end of the day, can we just have a towel? I just want a hot shower and a we dry just towel. just <laughs> want a dry towel. That's it. We're not asking for a lot. But we are asking for that. I had a day like that in Hawaii, mm-hmm. but it wasn't surfing. Um, so I was there with my family. My brother was there and my college boyfriend was there. And mm-hmm. my brother and my college boyfriend had gotten into motorcycles. And so they both had their motorcycle permits. And so they get it in their head that the last day, which was just going to be our free day to mm-hmm. do whatever we wanted to do. Um, they wanted to rent Harleys. Yeah. I don't have my motorcycle permit, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just ride on the back. I'll take turns so you yeah. can have, you know, a turn not having a rider mm-hmm. and do whatever motorcycle enjoy doing. And then, you know, have a turn with the chick on the back weighing you down. So we're on the Big Island of Hawaii. The Big Island of Hawaii is kind of known for having a dry side, right? So there's a desert side mm-hmm. that, you know, has volcanic um, rock from 200 years ago that looks brand new because it just never rains. So there's not any erosion there. It's okay. just super dry. Um, and then there, there is a wetter side of the island um, where the actual volcanoes are. But it's known for being fairly dry. So for the first day in 30 years, the day we're on Harley's it is rained. the day that it rained on every part of the island. Oh, that's And funny. we were Charlie Brown. That stinking rain cloud followed us on yes. the Harleys yes. and kept us in rain and we could outrun it yeah. for just so long. And then, you know, it would catch back up to us. Well, so we were wet. The entire, entire so time. the entire circumference of the island is, I think it's about seven, eight hour yeah. ride. And we did the entire circumference wet, soggy. Well, it's we, <laughs> we, uh, the, it, that is not a fun feeling. It's, it's not because once you're wet, you're like, jeans. you know, you're in, right? <laughs> it's like, well, I'm committed to this all day, yeah. right? Until mm-hmm. we stop doing this. Um, the last, it wasn't the last day because we came home a day early. Um, but Friday morning, we got up and left an hour before sunrise mm-hmm. to drive north. So at sunrise, we'd be at the beach that we needed to be at. Nice. It is raining cats and dogs. It has been raining cats and dogs all night long. Yeah. Parts of the road, that I've never seen water running across, have rivers running across mm-hmm. it. Uh, cow pastures that I've never seen water in look like lakes. And the cows yeah. are all piled up on the high part, right? I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah. I think I saw a guy building an ark down there, right? <laughs> it was just, it was rough. And the closer right. we got to the surf spot, the harder it was raining. We didn't realize it had rained that way all night long. Mm-hmm. So there were creeks that were now raging rivers. Not a river, a raging river yeah. spilling outside the banks, running onto Should the river. Should have gone white water rafting. No, you don't know where these rivers go. <laughs> no, and there's true. crocodiles in these rivers. It's a really bad idea, Amanda. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. That's a horrible yeah. idea. Thank God we didn't have you on the trip. So anyway, um, we, we pull up to this road we've been on all week long mm-hmm. and there's a bus parked on the side of the road and a tractor trailer uh-huh. with the trailer attached to the tractor part of it, right? Okay. So big, large vehicles that mm-hmm. have a lot of ground clearance and that are heavy. Yeah. And I'm like, if they're sitting on the side of the road, this is not good. We're not going. <laughs> and we, we drive up past them. There's three or four other cars up there. Everybody has to make the U-turn around. It's probably like... 200 yards mm-hmm. of road that is maybe two to three feet underwater. Ugh. 
You're like, we're not making this. Yeah. But we were not deterred. We decided that if we went back up the road and hung the first left, we might okay. be able to work our way around this section of All the road. Right. Find and, the high land. Find the high roads, which the problem with the high roads is, is they're not always high and something is running down them too. <laughs> so we go through uh, and, and we have a four-wheel drive car. Our buddies have a four-wheel drive truck with a lot more clearance. So they're going they're first. Like, we're good. They're good, right? We're marginally good, uh-huh. right? Marginally good. So we make it through this first mud pit. I tell the guy I'm driving with, I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea because we got to get back across that. We go through the second mud pit, which is even deeper and in worse shape, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is not getting any better. And at some point in time, we're going to have to leave the car, get in the truck and have to come back and get the car. Yeah. If we can even get back, right? None of this is yeah. a good idea. You're taking the gamble at, that this is the high water mark. This is not good, right? And, and I yeah. said, if it keeps raining, this mm-hmm. is just getting worse. Yeah. So all of it becomes problematic in about a quarter mile after the second mud pit, whenever there is a raging river running across the road <laughs> again. So we have to turn around and go back. Yeah. Now I look at the guys in the truck and go, you guys have a tow rope? And they're like, no, we don't have a tow rope. I'm like, well, we got to get back tonight. Because we're probably cutting the trip short. There's no surfing today. There's not going to be surfing tomorrow morning. And if we don't leave now and the roads get washed out, we're going to have a heck of a time getting back early tomorrow morning. Yeah. Right. So the whole day changes in like a couple of roads. So I'm like, you're going to have to let me go across the mud pits first. Mm-hmm. And if I get stuck, you're going to have to push. You're going to have to push me out of that note. And, and this is why I'm always if you go travel, mm-hmm. always buy the full insurance. <laughs> buy all of it. I know it's more money, but it's so nice to be able to turn the car back in and they go, oh, there's a dent. Full insurance. Here's the keys. Yes. Hey, not my dent. Your dent. I paid for you to fix the dent already, right? So uh, we we make we know where we got to go through the mud pits, mm-hmm. right? Got it in four wheel drive. Got all this stuff figured out. We make the first one. The car bottoms out. Like okay, we made it out, and we got to do the second one. And the second one didn't look as bad going one way, but going back the yeah. other way, it's like oh man, this is. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm one mud pit away from getting closer to home mm-hmm. or being stuck here and having a problem that is going to last all day long. Yeah. Never take your foot off the gas. Yeah. You just, you just go, right? Mm-hmm. So we go, the car bottoms out. We hit the uphill and I'm not kidding. It felt like the entire car rocked back mm-hmm. and I had two wheels moving in the back, but the front wheels weren't touching anything. And then it settled back down. And the front wheels caught and then the front wheels began pulling. And I just, I'm keeping the gas on. We popped out of there and I thought, I never should have done it the first time. I knew not to do this the first time. <laughs> time to go home. <laughs> I was like, we are getting home. Yeah. We're going home. Yeah. So there's no way to do it. But yeah, it was the probably the craziest driving I've done in, in a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Well, other than, you know, driving home during the night to lights. That just, <laughs> that takes away everything because the frustration level I was going to say that, other than driving through downtown dri- when there's a And the nights downpour. of lights during the entire month of the nights of lights. So I worked at the winery. Months. Yes. For, for a mm-hmm. couple of years. Yes. So um, that was in 2006, 2007, 2008 territory. Um, not 2008, 2009. So I was there then. Uh, so it flooded like crazy in front of the winery at that point. And so we would stand on the bridges where we could overlook King street, um, a couple of days a week doing like just self-guided tours. You're just pouring shot of wine, shot of wine, Mm -hmm. shot of wine. And so we would just watch these people drive through the flood Mm -hmm. and without fail, the more expensive the car, the faster it's stalling out in that puddle. All those cheap beaters, yes. they make it through no problem. 
But those Beamers, those Mercedes, those uh-huh. Lexuses, they're they're stuck. They're built for style. They're built for style and their air intakes pointed down, uh, which doesn't work when you're driving through no. floods. <laughs> hey, uh, happy birthday to Steven, who's watching. Happy birthday, Steven. And yep. thank you for the stars, Robin. Andy wants to know if your expectation while surfing is to stay dry. No, no, no. It, it, we knew it was going to be wet. You know yeah. you're going to be wet when you're surfing. And it really was. It was wet. When the waves were good. Um, when we got surf, it was really, it was yeah. fun. It was, the crew was great. And even though it rained all the time, I mean, it was just, it was a wonderful time down there. The people are fantastic. Um, and it's just a good, good kind of trip. It, it was interesting to be down there and be cold. Yeah. Right. It's 88 degrees, but the wind's blowing and it's wind's wet. Wind's blowing and it's raining. And it's and it raining. Cold. And you're like, I've never been cold. Yeah. Close to the equator, but it was. And, and so that was, but it was really neat, uh, fun, fun trip, but. Yeah. I'll be happy for dry, beat up roads next time. <laughs> when it's raining like that and you're in a wetsuit all day, like you can get oh, cold yeah. on a hot mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be July and there would be times we would be cold at Marineland because yeah. not only you're wet, so your body temperature is dropping anyway, yep. but just that cold breeze that'll come through when it's raining. Mm-hmm. I know. Bad What's, memories. Well, there, that's the latest rage is um, ice baths. Ice plunges? Ice, no, it's, there's, they've made these whole bathtubs now. It's called ice plunging. But it's in a bath. And it's yeah. in a device that you can buy now to set the temperature, and it'll mm-hmm. come on and, and turn uh, the water temp down to whatever you want it to be. But I so can't trade. afford one of those. So you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to find a secondhand freezer because <laughs> you can just put water in it, and you can put bags of ice, <laughs> and then close the lid so bugs don't get into it. And so, yeah. Have you no, ever done ice plunging? That's a horribly bad idea with small children. Well, you put a lock on it so the kids I, can't get in. This is a horribly bad idea. But anyway, I have done them. Uh-huh. Um, Ethan, my son did, uh, he graduated in 2015, mm-hmm. his senior year, I would have to pick up ice bags mm-hmm. so that he could take an ice bath. And I've done a couple ice baths. They're, mm-hmm. I think they're great. Um, they've now become the rage. I think they're going to be even more the rage because, uh, some dude who's really cool, who dudes like, and chicks that, like, like, you know, has mm-hmm. one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, no. Joe Rogan. And now Mark Wahlberg. I'm, trust me. Joe Rogan influences more people than Mark Wahlberg. No, 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 no. Mark Wahlberg. Put it in the comments. Have you seen? Who would you rather would listen to? Would you rather to? listen to Marky Mark or Joe Rogan? <laughs> and I remind you to think about who Marky Mark is married to. Who is Marky Mark married to? He's married to like a really fun uh, model from the 1980s. Jenny, is Mark Jenny, Wahlberg Jenny, is? Yeah, Jenny McCarthy. Do you, you mean Donnie Wahlberg? No. Donnie Wahlberg is married to Jenny McCarthy because Donnie uh, Wahlberg was my new kids on the block and I don't like I Jenny McCarthy Mark and it grosses Wahlberg. me out that Donnie Wahlberg is married to Jenny I McCarthy. I think Mark Wahlberg I'll is... I'll bet you money, bud. Troy Rogan 100%. has way more people. Yeah, of course Troy's going to side with a bald guy. Rogan you know has Troy's way more side people with a bald guy. who are influenced by him than Troy's Mark definitely Mark. Signing. Oh, and by the way, Troy Blevins, this is on the record. Congratulations on Miami's win this week. I just want you to know you <laughs> guys played amazing. Says wrong, you were awesome. You were wonderful. Uh, you know, Seminoles never had a chance. There, I got that out of the way I, first. I don't know what's happening. So there's a jinx <laughs> that we've been putting on each other for years. It's uh-huh. whoever can get to it first. Mm-hmm. So I just put the jinx on Troy for the game this weekend. Yeah, you've kiboshed the whole I've game. I've kiboshed the I don't have to worry about it. Now, I will Why not- would you do that to a bunch of 20-year-olds? It's ruin not, their lives. It's not about them. It's about Troy and I. <laughs> it's it's about 100% you, Troy. me and Troy. <laughs> and a bet that's been going on since before they were Trinkle in their parents' eyes. Okay. 
This is a long-standing bet. Troy sent me a, a text message. Florida State played really well one year. Congratulations on the win. Uh-huh. And I was like, you son of a gun. <laughs> and sure enough, Miami came back to win. So, In our uh, house, we call you a son of a monkey. So then, um, the next year or Troy two years says later. Troy FSU is way better. No, they don't have no, a no, chance. No, it's too late. I was out there first, Troy. <laughs> I was out there first. I got it first. Yeah. Yeah. It should be, it should be a fun game. Miami so everyone's siding with me. You've got the wrong Wahlberg. Ah, Donnie's right. married to Jenny McCarthy. Okay. I can take being wrong on my first day back. <laughs> I can 100%. OSU was pretty good, Melissa. I don't know. They were. <laughs> but Man, I wrote it first. Writing Barbara it doesn't Jean's count. Coming in hot. I know, Barbara Jean. <laughs> Listen, Barbara Jean, you come in that hot, and I'm not going to do the story that I have for you today. Oh, yeah. Nor, well, I'm going to congratulate you. Your Vikings with a uh, uh, third string or fourth string quarterback managed to win, I think, five in a row. Yeah. I think you're five and four and back in it. So, congratulations. Gold or hot. Congratulations to the, to the purple people eaters. Purple people eaters. Yes. All right. All right. So, um, I do have a story. Yes, you did. I did have a story. Mm-hmm. I, I got it from a, um, I didn't know if it was a reliable source or not. Yeah. So, so some, you told me mm-hmm. that you had this story, but the last time you said you had a really good stripper-esque story, mm-hmm. it was it fell flat. So, let's see. Find out. This is from uh, News for Jax. Okay. Jacksonville accountant sentenced to 10 years. Stealing millions. Jacksonville mm-hmm. accountant sentenced to 10 years for stealing millions, using some of it to pay for living expenses for dancers. Right. Who is this? Let me see. It's a Jacksonville accountant. All right. He's 81 years old. You would think he would what? learn how to behave before Come he got on. to be 81. Sentenced to 10 years in prison. I mean, there's a judge that's hopeful. Ten years ten in years. prison yeah. on for one, stealing $10 million? On one count of organized fraud after investigators said Just he one. siphoned, siphoned millions of dollars from a trust. He was hoping to get siphoned himself. And used some of it on exotic <laughs> dancers. No word as to whether or not Hunter Biden was with him at any of the encounters. I think it's the alleged. inspiration. It's alleged. It's um, the inspiration for the acts. He's also been ordered to pay $2.7 million in restitution. Only? He yeah. takes 10? He I only has to pay 2.7? When I first read that, I said he'd also been ordered to pay $2.7 in prostitution. And I had to go back and reread <laughs> it again. Pretty and slip. I, I kind of got in a hurry. Yeah. Um, investigators said that Abode, a CPA, withdrew between 3 and $4 million from a trust over a 10-year period. What? Siphoned it in the a shell companies. Dingbat. I know. And then he told the people, uh, yeah, the trust just lost money. Yeah. And then he said if he had made money off of it, he was going to keep the money. I mean, he was honest about his theft. Yeah, I love an honest thief. Yep. He spent more than $82,000 on one dancer over the course of 11 months. Nice work if you can get it. He claimed the relationship. 11 months? Yes. That's one customer this woman had over the course of 11 months. Mm-hmm. And she's making 82 grand. 82 grand. Good gracious. He claimed the relationship was over, but she was blackmailing him not to tell his wife. He's married to? <sighs> the maximum sentence he could have received was 30 years. Good luck collecting on that at 81. 
That's a Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> you hit the, that, right? Good gracious. That uh, is a Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. Troy says he's a good tipper. Well, if he had a good, never mind. Court records show, surprisingly, he has not paid any of the $2.7 million. Oh, shocker. Shocker. He needs a couple more clients and then he can, shocker. He can shuffle around a couple oh, like this dude. Oh. Now I see why he was charging or they were charging him so much. All right, Barbara Jean. He doesn't look like Marky Mark. We'll we'll put it that way. That's your best stripper story. It was what sent to a, me by somebody else. What a dingbat. I guess that's more of a dingbat story than it is a stripper story. The stripper just got oh, rich. Food. 82,000 in 11 months. 82,000 in 11 months for doing nothing. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> well, because they said that the relationship was over. Uh, except for the blackmail. So this is the blackmail. That was ongoing. So did she engage uh, in a relationship for free and the 82,000 was the blackmail? I want, I want an itemized bill. I want to know how this money got broken down. You want you would like to. I want an itemized. You would bill. like to see a scope of work, uh-huh. and the number of times said mm-hmm. scope of work was. Send me performed. your CV. <laughs> Send me an itemized bill. I'm judging. Good uh, gracious! Uh, Troy says, "Tell your stripper story, Mike. Is it steak night? I've heard this story. I don't even know what that's about. You and your wife were hungry. Oh, that's a funny one." Yeah, that honestly is. So um, <laughs> we had um, we've been running all I have around questions to Melissa. We have been we have been uh, I, I do, too. Um, we've been running around with the kids. Uh, it was a Christmas tournament. It was in Orlando. We were going to spend that Christmas. Time? We were going to spend the night in, in Orlando. The kids had all gone back and we're just like, we'll just wing this. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll just find a hotel. We'll find a restaurant that's open. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in a part of like uh, the northern part of Orlando off of I-4. Mm-hmm. And it's during the early days of maps and Google and telling you where to go. Because the first restaurant we Google mm-hmm. is closed. Yeah. It's gone. It's out of business. Out of it's business. been gone so long, the sign isn't even still on the building, right? Now Google says permanently closed. Yes. So we turn around and mm-hmm. we go, okay, let's, there's a steakhouse. Yeah. So we Google the steakhouse. It takes us right to said steakhouse. Great reviews. Wonderful reviews. <laughs> but as we drive up to it, the building's kind of wonky because there's not any windows. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's three monkeys out front. Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's really kind of weird for a steakhouse. That's a funky thing. That's kind of weird for a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Right? But, you know, vegetarians are a thing. Yes. They protest. Yes. No, it was mm-hmm. not that one, Troy Blevins. It was not, that was not that one. So anyway, um, we... <laughs> I can't remember the name of the place. My husband knew it. Yeah, he I, because Rachel's. You, it was we're Rachel's. On, we're on a double date, yeah. and he starts telling us this story, yes. and my husband just starts laughing. He's like, "You were at Rachel's, weren't you?" Yeah. <laughs> so we 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 we're at Rachel's. We pull up right, and I'm starting like things are clicking in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Even for a guy, it's like, wait a minute, this is, pr-. and I'm like. I'm going to open this door and please tell me that all of my spider senses that are going off inside my head are wrong. And then when I heard the music blaring, I was like, son of a gun. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you're like, oh no, we have one side over here where you can just have steak dinner. And uh-huh. Darcy was having none of that, right? And I was like, okay. I would have loved to have seen Darcy's yeah. reaction uh, to this it situation. Was, it, was, uh, it was very, very funny because she's like, no. And I'm like, look, I, I just typed in steakhouse, right? <laughs> I didn't type in stripper steakhouse. I just typed in steakhouse and away we went. Yeah. It was so funny. Then my son. And they were steaming meat everywhere. Yeah. My son Instagrammed them about the whole incident. And they're like, <laughs> you should have told your mom and dad to stay. We'd have taken great care of them. And I'm like, you know, I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thank you very much for keeping me involved in that. That's great. So that is my story, uh-huh. uh, Barbara Jean. That was your near miss. That was my near miss. I was yeah. like a near disaster. Yeah. It's like I went to this, mm-hmm. I went to the strip club for the steak is sort of like I <laughs> I read Playboy. I just I'm just in it for the articles. I, I read Playboy. When you yes. said read and read Playboy, Playboy in the same sentence, yeah. everyone got it. Uh, no, that was like telling people you were going uh when they had the cafe risque out on uh-huh. um 207. Yeah. I go for the breakfast. The the recruiter at Cafe Risque tried to headhunt the Marineland trainers while I was there. What were they offering you? Uh, my, was it eighty one thousand dollars? It was not eighty one thousand dollars. <laughs> I believe it was seventeen dollars per hour was the offer. Which at Marineland we were getting paid a whopping seven fifty an hour. So you know that would have been quite the pay raise, but mm. none of us opted for that. Yes, but I did hear that in previous. Um, Cafe Erotica. Previ- You're right. Cafe Risque was the one in Gainesville. Yeah. Cafe Erotica. Troy um, told me. I don't, I don't know. I had a college buddy <laughs> that had to do their work comp on it. What? I'm not kidding. He had to do their work. He would come by and visit me after going and doing the, an work, the work comp audit for the insurance <laughs> company. In Cafe Risque. Yeah. So you're never going to guess where I just, right, what I just, I like, tell me what audit you did, buddy. Were they sunny side up omelets? Try yeah. <laughs> The double sunny side up omelet. Uh, strip clubs have the best. That's just because all the strippers dance to Prince and Michael Jackson, Barbara Jean. That's why you like their music. That is exactly why. <laughs> That's exactly. So I did not get a job there, but I was offered a job there. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I used to be pretty. I still think you are, and so does your husband. <laughs> so I think I, that's the one that's important. That's the one that counts. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now that was my that was my Rachel story, and I'm sticking yep. to it. I'm sticking to it. You left. You didn't try the steak. No, no meat was I, served that I night. I have to tell you, it took us another forty minutes to find a restaurant. I think we found a Sam Sneed's down there, and the food was really good. Yeah, and then. Like every hotel that we went to, and it was like early December was jammed. I mean, they're also, yeah. we ended up downtown. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is, this was like a really good idea until it wasn't a really good idea. We spent yeah. an hour and a half driving around Northern Orlando trying to find someplace. Yes. I played for the Cafe Risque softball team at a game. So <laughs> with Roger. Of course, you did of, course of course. Of course. Hey, Troy. Swinging a big bat uh, for Cafe Erotica, <laughs> huh, sir? <laughs> no, he liked to bunt a lot. <laughs> Get to second base often. Uh-huh. So we played. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Troy, I dare you to bring the uniform in and wear it on the morning show tomorrow morning. Yes. If you still Do have it. that uniform, I dare you to bring it in and wear it in the morning. Do it. Yes. A double dog dare you. Yes. So we, I, I teach logic um, reasoning. I teach homeschool class. So one of the games mm-hmm. we play in our logic class is called syllogisms. And yep. I use the game apples to apples um, because when you're 
creating a syllogism. You need a major term, a minor term, and a middle term, and then you construct your syllogism mm-hmm. according to categorical form. It's a whole thing. And so what we we do is we pick the form that everyone has to use. And then each of the car each of the kids get to pick three cards at random mm-hmm. from the apples to apples box. And I'm one of the kids picked second base was one of the cards that they picked. These kids have no idea what second base is. Uh-huh. You didn't tell and them. I, I didn't. So I'm sitting there and she's trying, to, she's getting through her syllogism. It's that's why it's syllogisms. Cause it's like mad libs creating syllogism. So she's going through and she's reading it. I've got like, my boss was visiting. I had a new family visiting. So I've got all these adults here and I'm just trying to stone base. Like, yep second base and it actually worked out that it made it e- even funnier mm-hmm. i didn't like take a picture of it because i didn't want to draw attention to it no, no, have no, them ask why. No. but it actually worked out that it was really funny um including the the phrase second base and i was dying inside because i couldn't i couldn't laugh and i couldn't yes. react it's so funny though yeah no no it, sometimes kids say things and you just go i cannot react mm-hmm. to this i have to keep going and it was the same thing. They all go. had to do presentations on galaxies. Yes. And um, one of the defining characteristic about uh, the different categories of galaxies is its its nucleus, its center, which is called a bulge. And I think it's called a bulge intentionally because nerdy scientists have 13-year-old minds when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I had to listen to nine 13-year-olds Describe the various bulges of all of the different categories oh, while God. holding their poster boards for them as a tripod uh, and not react at all to the repeated dimensions uh, of bulges. You know, these have very large bulges and these have very small bulges. And I'm just and, like, and at that point in time, did you feel like you were 14? <laughs> Did you really? I, I, yes, for sure. Yes. I felt like I was the 14 year old who had like the, uh, the priest or the yeah. nun watching me to make sure I didn't uh, react. Um, so yeah. So I think they named it, <laughs> described that part of galaxies as a bulge intentionally to make people giggle. Of and course they did. I had to not. Yes. I yes. was the tripod. Yes. <laughs> for the poster boards. <laughs> Listen, guys never get out of seventh grade, second semester. <laughs> we just don't. It was so hard. You can hope that we can. So you can wish that we can, that but we just yeah. aren't going to get there. All right, but I it, didn't. It is Monday. It's Monday. We we have managed to, to talk through most of this show, but we do have five mm-hmm. questions today. We've got five questions. We've got five questions, yeah. okay? All right, so uh, favorite quirky movie character. Okay. Like someone that's just kind of weird and off. Mm-hmm. They're funny just because they're weird and they're off. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, I always send these to, to Mark who works in my office. He sent any movie with Joan Cusack in it. Yeah. Because she's always kind of that quirky, weird. One of her quirky characters mm-hmm. was from um, Melanie Griffith was in a movie with Harrison Ford. It's not um, it's Working Girl. And one of the things she, she was tries, the friend. Yeah, she's yes. the, the friend with the 80s makeup and the big hair. Yep. And so Melanie Griffith is pretending that she's this executive because her boss, Sigourney Weaver, is the big executive. Who's a royally not nice person. Yeah, she's hell on wheels. Rhymes with so, rich. Yeah. And so that's one of her lines is a, a favorite line of my mom and I. She ends up giving Melanie Griffith a Valium to calm her nerves before she walks into this like yes. who's who's a 
business in Manhattan party mm-hmm. and she feels way out of her depth. So she needs to calm down. So she gives her a Valium and um, that with a champagne knocks her out and Harrison Ford ends up having to like physically carry her home. Yeah. And her friend's like, lesson learned, check the, check the milligrams. And so my mom and I will say that to each other all the time mm. whenever we're sick and like check getting over milligrams. it. Check the milligrams. <laughs> if we're over, if we're exhausted and tired. Well, I love those kind of family sayings that that never Mm -hmm. die, right? It's it's in the family and it stays there. Um, Ours was, we still did, the the boys and I, uh, Mm -hmm. family guy ran a Star Wars series. Mm -hmm. And whenever they were leaving the trash compactor, they, the family guy characters try to take a sofa. Who would throw away yeah. a perfectly good sofa? So if one of us is riding <laughs> down like the road and like you see a sofa, you take a picture item. and you send it to the entire group, who would throw <laughs> away a perfectly good sofa, right? Yeah. It's just, it's like this joke that, yes. Um, we've got Napoleon Dynamite. That entire cast is quirky. The 16 Candles is it's most of that Joan is another. Cusack, yeah. So for, uh, for me. Long the, Duck Dong is, yeah, is that's 16 a, Candles. Ah, to me, the, one of the quirkiest <laughs> characters of all time, right? Uh-huh. And and he's the hero of the movie. Okay. But it just, I thought he was just incredibly quirky. Mm-hmm. And I thought he based the character on Keith Richards Stone. And that would be Johnny Depp playing Jack Cap, Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Because he was just a really quirky, weird kind of dude. Yeah. That he, he was did. funny, but he was just kind of quirky. So he did base the character off of Keith Richards, and he ended up um, joining cast in the later sequels. Yes, he did. As so, his dad or his uncle. Yeah, or, yeah. as his dad. Yes. And like asks where mom is, and it's <laughs> it's a little shrunken head. It's yeah. Mom. So mine would probably be, so we got Ducky. Ducky's an excellent. Oh, Ducky's a good um, one. Sheldon's a good one. So one of the quirky characters that always cracks me up is Benny from The Mummy. Because there's that famous scene when they've resurrected the money, the mummy and Benny's just like the yes man, right? He's just always got an angle. And so he's got all of the different, we talked about it on Monday, actually, last week. Yeah. Um, he's got all the different religious iconography and he's yes. like saying whatever prayer, whatever, whatever the situation requires. And it works. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to say that's my, my favorite Benny scene from that movie. Uh-huh. There's the fight on the boat yep. in the Nile. And they end up and, on the opposite. And Benny's like, yeah. I got the whatever. Like, O'Connell, look who's got all the horses. Look who's on the wrong side of the river. Yeah, that is fantastic. I love that movie. It's a fantastic movie. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that, yeah, Benny's really, really good. So anyway, I that's like Benny. All right. um, I don't like him, but he's a fun, quirky character for right. me. Have you ever been on a blind date? No. I never have either. I, I did not go on a blind Look date. at us two hotty toddies. We never had to go on a blind date. We turned out just fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never on a blind date. Yeah, I think blind dates were kind of, they were kind of becoming obsolete once yeah. by the time I was dating. Yeah, people were like, no, we're not doing that to, anymore. Yeah. No. So online dating, I guess, is like the new form of blind dating because it's not your friends hooking you up. It's like... I, an algorithm. But. I almost feel like a blind date when we were growing up is something that our parents, our grandparents, or some meddlesome mm-hmm. neighbor tried to hook you up with someone. Yeah. And it was like, it was an immediate no. Yeah. It was like, nope, not going to do that. So nope. I almost, like, I think a guy was laying the groundwork to try and set me up with his son at the gym. Mm-hmm. So I was in college, I was working out. And um, so this guy, an, an attractive older gentleman started talking to me about his son. 
And so we're working out and he keeps like working out next to me to let me know about his son. And he's in an Ivy League college. Yes. And he's single and he's going to be visiting soon. And I just like made sure I wasn't close to him anymore. So I guess that probably would have been would have been the my, my blind date had I mm-hmm. had I not bamoosed away from the dude. Yeah, we got a late entry on quirky characters. Bob from What About Bob? He's the main character, but yes, he is quirky. What about, he's a very quirky character. Yeah, yeah. he's fantastic. I, he, that was another good I one. I love that movie. Yes. Um, I had to buy it because it wasn't on streaming and I wanted to have a movie night. It's fantastic. Never. No, never uh, a blind date for eat, me. Barbara Jean, even if it was Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Troy said he dated a deaf girl. Is that uh, different? Yes, it's a different thing. Troy. Very different thing. Yes. Troy. Mm-hmm. Very, very different. <laughs> All right. Um, food that you eat now that you would never, ever, ever in a million years eat when you were a kid. I'm a very picky eater. You're kind of picky. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, mine was I never would have eaten blue cheese ever. And now I actually enjoy it. Okay. So we, I started trying it. When, my husband makes mm-hmm. fantastic meat and cheese platters, mm-hmm. um, which if you ever, you and Darcy ever came over to the house when we invited you, then you would know. You invited? No. Me and Darcy? You're always traveling or busy. You're very important people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, um, my husband makes fantastic meat and cheese platters. And so you get to the point where you try all the cheese. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he's got, he he just does a good job. And I like blue cheese now. So What's up with that? Brussels sprouts and lima beans are good I ones. hate Brussels sprouts. I Have you ever had them with bacon? And yep. I'll Louis stop. does, evidently. I'll stop right there. That was a definitive yeah, no. Because Louis evidently does the most delicious Brussels sprouts that my family um, other than me has yeah. ever tasted. My mom loves my husband's Brussels sprouts and they're like, I think he uses bourbon and bacon and the whole nine. You would love his Brussels sprouts. Um, I can't, I don't, they're, they're the plant manifestation of feet. I can't stand them. I think they're awesome. I'm not eating your feet. That's something I'm not I wouldn't eating have Brussels eaten. Sprouts. Um, I will tell you the other one was um, spinach. Yeah. I was not a big spinach eater. Yeah, I didn't eat spinach. I, I didn't really I think that adult. was great. I, I can I can do spinach now. Yeah. Yep. yep. I can do that. I too have the taste buds of a middle schooler, Troy. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I love me a good chicken nuggie. <laughs> so Keely, I will not eat mushrooms. Oh, I can't Mush- stand mushroom mushrooms. sauce, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. mind, but I can't I don't do fungus. No. In fact, I didn't know why. I do why. fun guys, but I don't do fungus. I didn't know why. <laughs> I didn't know why. Such a mom joke. <laughs> I didn't know why I didn't like it until I saw the 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 Last of Us, uh-huh. where the bad thing is the fungus, yeah. right? And I was like, now I know why I didn't like mushrooms. Yeah. There's now this I know why mushrooms rule the world hypothesis because they're like connected through the mycelium or something. There's all kinds yeah. of weird stuff with mushrooms. No, I can't. I can't destroy do mushrooms. them all. I don't and, like mushrooms. And the waitresses over at uh, Andy's at Anastasia Diner, Andy's place, they know. Yeah. So I walk in to order um, my omelet. And they're like, you want the usual extra, extra mushrooms? And I'm like, yes. Yes. And it always comes without any mushrooms, thank goodness. Because, because I, they love oh, you. Oh, they love me. They know. <laughs> Don't put any mushrooms on that. Don't yeah. put any on that. That was the awkward part about my husband working for Mellow Mushroom. Mm-hmm. And I would get very sad if they ever added mushrooms to anything I made. All right. Um, Star Wars had nine movies. Uh-huh. Actually, they've had uh, Solo and they've had Rogue One. Yes. Right, so they've had a couple of extras in there. They've had all kinds of extra ones in there, right? Mm -hmm. Favorite line from Star Wars movie, from any Star Wars movie. So I love the banter between Han Solo and Princess Leia. 
And so one of my favorite lines is she looks at um, Chewbacca, who I also love. Mm -hmm. I mentioned I cried when I hugged him at Disney. I'm a very pathetic person. Um, And so she like gives Chewbacca the side eye and Han answers her. He's the brain, sweetheart. And I just love that. Yeah. It's applicable to lots of situations. It's applicable to lots Mm -hmm. of situations. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say he loved the line uh, where she confesses the, her love. I love, love, you, I love you and I know. I know. And no, because that's dismissive and I don't like it. Okay. And it's too cliche. I thought it was just rather arrogant. It is. <laughs> I know. But it's cliche for a girl to be like, I love it when they say I love you. I know. <gasps> they actually sell t-shirts. I, I thought that was. They sell bride and groom t-shirts that say I love you. You know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, no, I would yeah. never. No, I couldn't. No. I couldn't do that. That's I. I didn't think that was romantic, and I would have it, smacked Han Solo. It, it's funny, Troy went. Troy with, said, "I Troy know." Troy went with, "I know." <laughs> Why does that not surprise me that Troy went with, "I know"? Yeah. Um, there, there's there's some great ones in there. I've I've got a bad feeling Fantastic, about this. Yeah. Right. I got a bad. Fe- you it, arrived in this. You're braver than I thought. You're braver than I thought. <laughs> That's another good. Yeah. yeah. There's some really good um good Star Wars lines. C3PO um shutting up, sir. That's another uh, good one. Yeah. Never tell me the odds. Yeah. That should be Troy's life story. Never <laughs> tell me the odds. Troy, that was the one you should have gone with. Never <laughs> tell me the odds. <laughs> no, I, I the one patience, Obi-Wan. I use that one a lot, right? Yeah. When I'm in situations and someone's like, Rush, I'm going to be patience, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Patience. Yeah. So, but it's, of course, about the guy that didn't live very long being patient. So I'm not sure that was very good. Yeah. Qui-Gon What's didn't that? make it very long in the, in the mm-hmm. end of it. So, yeah. There's My, also the feel the hate. Feel the hate. Feel the hate. <laughs> feel the anger. Yeah, there's that's, that was that's a great one for traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that, but now I'm gonna laugh on my way home. All right. Uh last question. Favorite yep. reality TV show. Favorite reality TV show. Yeah. Um I would probably say my favorite reality TV show. Um all the ones that Anthony Bourdain did. So he mm-hmm. did No Reservations. He did Parts Unknown. I really enjoyed his, and I qualify that as as reality TV shows. Who is this guy? Anthony Bourdain. You don't know who Anthony Bourdain is? Who is this guy? <laughs> Celebrated chef and author and um, certified smartass and world traveler. And he was he was just so fun to watch. So would you so like to would change travel. your quirky character? He's a real person. He's not a character. <laughs> Unfortunately, he passed away um, a couple of years ago, yeah. like 2016, I think, That's 2017. Um, very sad. But he was he was just so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you should definitely you would enjoy his shows. Right. Um, like a salty th- dude I- just drinking and eating his way across the world and okay. like mixing with local culture and. The episodes where he's in the mm-hmm. former Russian bloc countries and he's just getting hazed by his yep. tour guide is they're fantastic. I love it. So um mine is Life Below Zero. Life Below Zero. So it's different places in Alaska. They've been doing this show for I don't know how many seasons. Okay. I feel like I've grown up with some of these families, right? Yeah. But there's one woman, Sue, who runs in an airport. A girl named Sue. A girl named Sue. Johnny Cash um, reference, but she runs this airport in the middle of nowhere, Alaska, that's mm-hmm. frozen. All, and she is like in season one. She's got to be hard as in nails. In season one, you're like, 
she's going to die any second. She's like 16 <laughs> seasons in. She's had surgeries on her yeah. knees, all this stuff. But every single time, uh-huh. she, and she like talks to herself as the monologue. Yeah. And I'm like, here comes Sue. What's wrong with Sue today? What's going to happen to Sue today? This is going to be great. Yeah. Well, this just is fine. And I have to learn how to fix this out here all by my side. And she yeah. just, it is just when Sue's on, I'm just dying laughing the yeah. entire time. I, this is just, this is my awesome. My mom likes her. Sue Aiken. Yes, Sue Aiken. Yes. Yes. See, Keely likes No Reservations. Fantastic. Parts Unknown was really good also. Okay. Uh, my husband and I just started um, No Reservations from the first season. Yes. And they have no budget. You can tell because they're traveling everywhere mm-hmm. in the off season. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the worst p- time to see Paris and the worst time to be in Iceland. It's so fun. It's hilarious. He's just so salty. Another one, Dirty Jobs. I love Dirty Jobs. Dirty Jobs was a good show. Mm-hmm. The Mike and Rowe any is a great show person. that Mike Rowe does the voiceover yeah. work for. Yeah, really good. So there is a brand new show that started yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, Bass Reeves on Paramount. Okay. So Taylor Sheridan, who created uh, Yellowstone, um, has done this series. It's not really a Yellowstone spinoff. It's a. Mm-hmm. It's just a Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves was one of the first African American um, marshals okay. west of the Mississippi. All right. Set right after the uh, end of the Civil War. I am reserving all of my wanting to do Blazing Saddles lines. No, no, no. You, th- This is a, a true story. Okay. Um, I will tell you this. I did research on Bass Reeves okay. uh, this morning because it was so, the story. The story is really true to his history. All right. He had 11 kids. That's amazing. I don't want to give him an award. I want to give his wife an award. <laughs> 11 kids in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. She was superwoman. Yeah. That is Especially amazing. if she's out on the frontier. On the frontier. No hospital, no doctor, yeah. no witch doctor, no nothing, no nobody. You know who helped her give birth? Probably someone that had helped cows and horses oh give Oh my gosh. But anyway, it, the first two episodes were really good. The cast is excellent. Mm-hmm. Scenery's phenomenal, like with all of the Taylor right. Sheridan stuff. Awesome. Um, but it was really fun to watch that. So Bass okay. Reeves, if you get a chance. All right. All right. cool. This is the Mike Davis Show with Amanda. Hey, I'm here too. And uh, we will, Amanda and Davey will be here tomorrow. We will be. You I won't be. I have civic duties to do tomorrow. I'll see nice you guys on Wednesday. Nice that you're going to bail on us again right after. Yeah, you know, it's just how it works out. It's nice being the boss. It is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. 